Good evening, and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea online located in Narragansett. Compline is a short service designed originally for monastics who prayed the hours. It was their final service before going to bed. And so we offer this service of Compline for those of you who wish just something simple and meditative to either end your Sunday or start your week with. The Lord Almighty grant us a peaceful night and a perfect end. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let us confess our sins to God. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you through our own fault, in thought and word and deed, and in what we have left undone. For the sake of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, forgive us all our offenses, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. May the Almighty God grant us forgiveness of all our sins and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm appointed for this week is Psalm 80, verses 7 through 14. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show us the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. You have brought a vine out of Egypt. You cast out the nations and planted it. You prepared the ground for it. It took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shadow and the towering cedar trees by its boughs. You stretched out its tendrils to the sea and its branches to the river. Why have you broken down its wall so that all who pass by pluck off its grapes? The wild boar of the forest has ravaged it, and the beasts of the field have grazed upon it. Turn now, O God of hosts, look down from heaven. Behold and tend this vine. Preserve what your right hand has planted. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his slaves and beat one, killed another and stoned another. Again he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, 
he will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they realized that he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gospel this week is not an easy one to contend with. It really doesn't speak highly of the Pharisees, but then again, it may not speak fairly highly of us either. Looking at the gospel in context, what we hear is Jesus speaking to those who led the Jewish aristocracy, who had worked with Rome, a deal so that if they kept the Jewish people in line, then Rome would allow them the freedom of their worship. But in doing so, on some level, the Pharisees had sold their souls, so to speak. They forgot to whom they served and for who the laws were written. They had lost within themselves the understanding of what the love of God was like. And they began to see their work as work for themselves and not for God. How often is it that we begin to see our own faith and our own institutions as institutions that are there for us? And oftentimes I hear the term that that is my church or my congregation. And forget that the church doesn't belong to any of us. It is truly God's church. And we, the people, whether we be clergy or leaders of a church or those who merely tangentially see a congregation as their own, forget what we're truly there for. Not for our own benefit. Not for our own opportunities, perhaps, to be important. But we're there to praise God to utilize the salvation, the forgiveness, and the grace God gave us, not to hoard as some sort of treasure that we hide and protect, but to see as seeds given to us, to be planted within us, to be allowed to grow, to be spread, and to produce the fruits of the Spirit the fruits of the Spirit being that of the fruit of love itself. Peace, harmony, fellowship, 
unity. In this parable, while Jesus may speak directly to the Pharisees and the Sadducees who have lost their way, he speaks to us also who believe that we have found our faith and are faithful in our worship, but have perhaps lost for whom that worship is about and for whom that church is for. Not for us, but for God, God's self. May we this week remind ourselves that our prayer, our supplications, and our worship is not for us to keep inside, but to offer back to the glory of God so that we too can produce the fruits within the vineyard. Amen. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. Keep us, O Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us under the shadow of your wings. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, hear our prayer, and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask, except through the merit and mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, Amen. Be present, O merciful God, 
and protect us through the hours of this night, so that we who are wearied by the changes and chances of this life may rest in your eternal changelessness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. As we enter into this time of prayer and silence, let us remember to pray for all who have been affected by the fires in the West Coast, for those who have been affected by the tropical storms and hurricanes on the East Coast and in the Gulf. Pray for those who have been affected by COVID-19. We pray this week for the over one million people who have lost their lives to COVID-19 and for those who lost their lives to tropical storms, hurricanes, and fires. And I also ask your prayers this week for this country as we prepare for a national election in one month's time. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless us and keep us. Amen.